The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Advocate Healthcare, Verizon, and Miller Lite. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody. Welcome into PNC Studios at Hallisaw. This is the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight. Chris Tabor, the special teams coordinator, joins us at the bottom of the hour as the Bears hit the midway point in the season after a tough loss to the Eagles in Philadelphia. Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Good evening. How are you doing? How are you, Jeff? I'm doing all right. Uh, let's, let's take stock at midpoint of the season. It's, it's a good place to, to look back a little bit. And yeah, look forward. Right, right. No, it's definitely want to look forward. It's, it's uh, you know, to come out of the gates three and one was a was a great start, and and uh, now we got challenged. You know, the last uh, four weeks have have been difficult for sure. Um, you know, the uh, where we wanted to be isn't at this point right now, but we're being tested, and and I really just I, I really feel like we can all rally around each other. As tough as this is in these times. Um, it's going to see what we're made of, and we're going to be able to look back at one point at the end of the season, and 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 really say, okay, we're proud of what we did, or we're not proud of what we did. It's as simple as that, and and that'll be what I'm looking for as we move forward. Even you guys are saying yes, it goes one of two ways. It's very simple. It is. It's it's not hard. It's uh, you you uh, you either get a win or you don't, and when you get a win, it's amazing what it does to everything else. And that's been sometimes when you're searching for that win, um, everyone tries so hard because they want it so bad that things can happen where you don't play or coach as well as you probably should. Is and that I happening? Think, well, I don't know if, if I think there's parts there's at times. Yeah. You know, and, and we talked about, hey, let's get into let's get into this game this weekend and let's really put all all um, all phases together and do that and we just it's about in my opinion it's about starting fast we haven't done that that's been a big uh problem for us and so uh how do we do that what do we do to 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 create uh, a better rhythm early on and our defense came out and bend but they didn't break you know they bent but they didn't break and um it felt like a lot worse yesterday than than really what it was uh even going into halftime but the resiliency really? Can I stop you there real quick sure because as a coach you know you're you're human too. Yeah. And when you're when you and I don't even know if you you know what the what the numbers are at that point. You know you're trailing and whatever, but you're in the game. Right. You're still in the game. Right. But nine yards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how do you digest that as a head well, coach? Even so, really, more I guess it's irrelevant because it's twelve. It, you're still in the game. Yeah. You know it's it's twelve twelve to zero. But the nine yards is one thing. The other part of it is that you have all those three and outs. Yeah. And and there's just there's there was no rhythm involved and. The biggest part of those three and outs was on first down, negative plays. Other than the first drive of the game, well, the second play of the game was minus four. So you go from a, a second and five to a third and nine. Can't have that on a run play. Just can't. Um, so that happened. And then the, the next drive, we, we have a sack. And then the next drive, there's a 10-yard holding penalty to start the series. And then the next drive, there's a false start. And then the next drive, there's a drop. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's hard to overcome. But our defense, they fought their tails off that first half and kept it 12 to zero. You know, I look back. Yeah, first down average this year's up almost a yard lower. But it, it's even last year. You guys were in the 20s, I think, in terms of 
first down production. How did you survive that last year versus this year? Um, Do you recognize? I don't. I don't really know off the top of my my head. Just other than um, when you're in third and manageable against any defense, it's way easier than third and nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. And we were in a lot of those yesterday. When you're in that situation against that defensive line that they have. Um, it makes it difficult. So uh, going back to what I was about to say is in the second half, though, we got some stops, and then offensively we put some drives together. We were able to score um, in the in the red zone, goal to go, and, and we gave ourselves, all that said, nine yards in the first half. We still had an opportunity to get a stop at the end of the game, get the ball back and possibly go down and win, or even you know get the, the yeah. kickoff and go down and have a chance there with a Hail Mary. But – we didn't, and that, to me, it all goes back to the first and second quarter of starting slow. Would that then be, when you say you know, we're being challenged, we're being tested, would that be the most challenging thing right now? Yeah, yeah, it is for sure. Uh, but I've talked to a lot of the guys. I talked to the guys on the airplane last night coming back, and um, it, it's, it's amazing how, how, um, how positive they all are. They understand that. They, they really realize – that we are a good football team that's going through a major slump right now. And and the fight that they have and the will to, to continue to battle. There's a lot of other teams that would just go ahead and just say, oh, you know what, it's we're we're three and five and this is that's not our team. That's not what we do. You never know what could happen. And um, so they're they're gonna fight. We're gonna coach till the very end. They're gonna play to the very end and see what happens. Uh, in terms of the second half, uh, again we saw last week some big plays to build on. Do you still feel now that they're starting to add up a little bit, not to your liking, obviously, but are there, are there big plays to build on here moving forward in the second half of the season for the offense? Yeah, we, and it needs to happen. We, we need to uh, stay aggressive and, and find a balance in the run and pass game. You can't be one-dimensional. You can't just throw the ball every down, and you can't just run the ball every down. There needs to be a balance. Well, in order to have a balance, you got to get first downs. And so um, the three and outs have to stop. You got to get first downs. You got to be able to get rhythm, and and, be, and then you got to be effective on third down. But the third down's got to be manageable. You do all that, and then you get in the red zone and you score touchdowns and not kick field goals. Um, with our defense, good things will will, will occur, and um, that's going to be our our number one goal is to make sure that we're doing everything as coaches and players to do that. You may not answer this, just throwing it out there. Do you? When things are not firing right, when you have your scripted plan for the first 15 or whatever you, you do script, do you ever start the second half with the same script? No. If, I, you, if you don't get I, right, to it. Right. There's, there's some plays that you'll go back to that okay. you didn't get to in those yeah. first 15 because you don't they're, waste they're, they're all first, second down calls on your first 15. Okay. So your third down calls are separate. Your red zone calls are separate uh, for the most part. So if, there's, if you get through for whatever, if you have four or five uh, drives and there's only three plays per drive – you know, you're only, you're only getting through, you know, what, eight eight to ten plays yeah. uh, of your first, second down calls. So now you're left over with five other ones that are plays you like. Well, maybe you come back to those in the third, fourth quarter, but um, it's all a feel. Are, are those better built on each other, though, in success? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah you can thing. have that, so and there's reasons behind it. How many times has that happened to you this year? To where you haven't gotten to them, yeah, or they're, you can't yeah. even build it. Yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been that. You go back and just just look at where we've been with uh, the the first drives of the game, and um, the one I'll always remember is last year against Green Bay Packers to start our our season. Last year we went right down the field and scored a touchdown. Uh, I dream of those, and, and I just I, I just I would, dream harder. I, I would love to have one of those. Just give me one, please. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. This is Matt Nagy on the Bears Coaches Show. 
The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continue. Here's Trubisky under center from inside the one, takes and turns. Montgomery leaps the pile. He's in for the touchdown. Touchdown Bears. His second today and fifth in his rookie season. 19-13. This one counts. Next Sunday's game is brought to you by Cigna, official partner of Chicago Bears Salute to Service Initiatives. Bat with Mac Nagy. That was the David Montgomery second touchdown. And, and Tom Thayer had the fortunate uh, uh, career to, to block for Walter Payton. And Walter, as we all know, we all, we all did it as kids. I'm a lot older than you, so maybe you didn't do it. But you'd pile up your pillows and you'd dive over the top you like Walter Payton did. But that that is a special skill also you have to commit to it and you got to launch and boom and get up there and david montgomery slid a little bit got up in the air and did it like Tariq's maybe was a little too far mm. off right yeah and those could be problem ball comes out oh, could yeah. be disastrous but nice run yeah by yeah yeah with you know with Tariq earlier the play earlier you know it was uh it was written you know, that was risky and that, yeah. that's where some bad things can happen but it's effort you know the kid's trying it's effort uh, and then with David, uh, him being able to get in there, that's a knack. That's a feel that guys have. You just have it or you don't. And he has it and uh, it ended up working out for us. I don't ever <laughs> want to put words in your mouth on this show. So I just, as I, I'm wearing my Iowa State hat as we do this show here today, but I always felt watching a ton of his reps at Iowa State that he was a very good goal line back. Do you think he is? Yeah, yeah, because he because he runs hard. He has really really good contact balance. So when he gets hit, he doesn't always go down. He doesn't lose his balance and stumble. He he stays going forward. Uh, and and anytime you only have a yard to go, now they're the guys are coming hard now. But they're but he's able to um, to, to to fight. And he fought yesterday and got in there. Yeah, uh, halfway through a, a ten touchdown season at the midway point with five rushing touchdowns already. Uh, and again, he's terrific in, in the in the passing game. Was on that seam route. How that all develop for him? Yeah, it was good. It was a it was a good job of the guys executing um, uh, really a um, a four vertical type play where you can stretch them. We called them in cover uh, one high safety, and so there's seams down the middle. And uh, David did a great job of finding that seam. Mitch did a great job of, of uh, throwing the ball to him, and then it's just a matter of protecting the football, breaking some tackles, and and uh, that's what they did. There were other close calls, feed inbounds on an A Rob. I guess you could call it a drop on a Rob on the 58-yard toss. Uh, David dropping one. How do you address those? Right, because they are. It's not for a lack of effort. It just it, it did happen. Right. No, you, you look at the first one. It was third and long. I think third and 14-ish uh, to a Rob on the on the sideline when he just missed a second foot in bounds. And uh, it was a it was a great throw by Mitch, and it was a great uh, you know effort by by a Rob trying to get that those feet in it just didn't happen one of those uh the second deep ball uh again a Rob's beating himself up more than anybody just because he's a 50 50 ball guy so if the ball's in the air he doesn't he doesn't care whether it's underthrown or overthrown he he's going to come down with that ball and make the play and so he's he's upset that he didn't make that but we know we know what he's about and we know that he's going to catch nine out of ten of those and then the same thing goes with Dave Montgomery on the screen route you know our guys get out there they executed it well um, you look for it, and I didn't really notice him taking his eyes off the ball. It just was one of those ones where he just dropped it. And um, again, somebody that immensely cares about the, those type of plays, and and he'll he'll be beating himself up more than anybody else. But we we know that, and it's never for lack of effort. So it's it seemingly uh, when you're snake bitten, you're snake bitten, and you, you got it. It's your job now to have to stand before those guys and say, hey, these are. Rare situations. Let's not think this is just how it's going to be in 2019. Right. Do you do you have to even say that? 
Yeah, because they're young, you know, they're young, and some of them don't have any experience. They've never been through a guy like Dave Montgomery. This is his first time ever going through an NFL season, let alone making plays or not making plays. So how does he? How do people look at him? Or how did? And so we, everybody knows that we all fully support each other, and it it is. Uh, it's been a tough stretch here the last four weeks. It's been very tough. It's one we'll always remember for sure. Um, but we got to be able to grow from it. You, your beard's getting a little grayer. <laughs> Do you feel it? No, you know it's uh, it's a part of this job. Um, I've been I've been taught by one of the best in Coach Reed, and and we've been through this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to completely stay positive. It doesn't matter what happens the rest of the season. I'll always be positive. I'll never they'll never feel a negative bone from me. That's just now how I roll. And uh, uh, till the very end, that's how it's going to be. You know, an interesting sidebar to the game. Obviously, was Doug Peterson. You guys know each other like few people do in terms of what's going on between the ears, the noggin and, and the football intelligence. So on that drive they put together at the end of the game, and you look back on the tape, you say, good play call, Doug. Nice yeah. play call. Or, man, we, we, that was a beauty. You, you got to give it to him a little bit there. They, yeah, they, you, guys, you guys had a stretch where you're stopping them on third down. and, and Right. Yeah, they, they had some really uh, they had some key third down conversions there. They had the, the uh, third and seven. Then there was a false start, made it third and 12. And, uh, um, you know, Carson just dumped the ball off to the back in the flat who, who was in protection check and just leaked out. And, uh, and then the next one um, made, a, made a nice throw on, on that one. And then the third, the, one of the last ones that they had before they kicked the field goal, the second to the last one, um, they ran an under center gap screen to the, to the tight end. And it was well executed. So, um, yeah, you always give credit to, uh, to your opponents and when they make good play calls, and, and that's what they did. All right, Matt Nagy is our guest here on the Bears Coaches Show. We're brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Full box, play fake, Trubisky on the roll. Sets, looking long, going deep down the field, streaking from right to left. It's caught by Gabriel inside the 15 and down at the 9. A deep ball connection to Gabriel with plenty of pocket protection. And the Bears are inside the 10. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. As the Bears uh, got a big play from uh, Mitch Trubisky and Taylor Gabriel on that right-to-left deep ball, 53 yards. That was coming out of the highlight right there. What would you think of that one? It was good. I I love when when you get those deep type of – throws where the, the guys just that's one that you put on um you know for in the offseason clinic tape as far as that concept of the play it's a mash protection shot play where it's just really a one-man route and um you know they played a lot of one high safety yesterday and they have one high safety and uh they the, the guys protect the tight ends protected the o-line mitch made made a nice rollout and then taylor just set it up with a beautiful corner route and then corner post and and uh they, they executed it to perfection is the defense getting tired? No, there. If you ask them and you talk to these guys, uh, they played a lot of plays. That's for sure. So there's going to be times where they look tired, and uh, but they're they're in great sh- shape. They understand that uh, they've been out there a lot. You know, there's been a lot of plays, and um, but at the same time, that they're okay with it. They, I think when you when you talk to those guys, they, their biggest thing is they always look at. You know, they're playing really well, but there's times where they're where they're if it's a third down or a fourth down where they can be better and. I just appreciate that they accept that and they want to get better, and I love that about them. You know, man, I, I just can't quite get over the Ertz touchdown. Why isn't that a penalty? 
Yeah, um, I just think that uh, uh, it's one of those ones where you just got to they, – they felt it was too close. It wasn't egregious. It wasn't clear and obvious is what their, what their uh, opinion was, and I just have to – Is know, there a hands-to-the-face component on that play that is uh, a foul in any way? Everybody else is getting called for hands right. to the face. Yeah. Why not that? Again – I know you. That's me talking. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's uh. That's just. Yeah, it's, it's a tad do. aggravating though. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. Special teams thoughts. Uh, okay, the Shaheen play. Fall on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, number one, wh- whatever. I don't or? care if you fall on it. I don't care if you catch it. Whatever. We just got to secure it yeah. one way or the other, right? It's uh, and he knows that. But that that's that's a that's one there. Regardless of the time on the clock, what was left, that's one that that uh, I know that we can be better at. And there's been some. Uh, Tone-setting hits, uh, I believe it was on the first kickoff. Uh, Nick Kwiatkowski laid the hammer. Anthony Miller was flying in like a bat of you-know-what. And uh, Sherrick gets in there, and DHC gets in there as well. Uh, at this point right now, we are so much, all your questions mostly, and I tend to head in that direction too, is about that offense. But right now, can any player on this team, on any of the three phases, make the play? fires up that engine, gets the tempo going, and makes this team feel a little bit better about where they're at. Well, it has to, it's not just one person, really, in my opinion. It's, it's, it's everybody. And, and so I look at it for, for all the struggles that the offense has had. Whoever it is, I don't really care. Somebody, you know, let's go out there and let's, let's make a play and let's get going and let's, let's score some touchdowns. And, and let's see how let, – let's try it one time and see how we go out there, we, we, we put up a nice amount of points, let our defense pin their ears back and let our special teams do the field position and get some kickoffs. Uh, or, or punt returns, et cetera, um, is really what it is. So, uh, again, I'll, I'll always tell you this, that I uh, I know from the guys that are in that room every day in that offensive room, I know they care. And as long as they care, at some point in time, this thing will turn around. You know, uh, you are super positive, so this is probably a dumb question, but if I would have told you at any point during the offseason program that you'd be sitting here with this kind of situation, would you have believed me? No, I would have never believed you. But at the same time, nothing surprises me. <laughs> nothing. So that's why if you get if if you're worried about surprises or surprises shock you, um, you're not built for this. You're not built for this job because it means you're not prepared. I've been prepared. I know our team's prepared, and I've tried to prepare our team to be prepared. How about that? So uh, it's it's a uh, it's a deal that is real. There's too much parity in the NFL uh, to think that you're just going to walk out in the field and win every game. I don't care who you are. Um, it doesn't matter, and, and that's where we're at right now. So what are we going to do about it? You still run the show. You have four division games, one of them Sunday. That's the Lions coming in. Uh, that's a lot of games yet in the division. You can you can do a lot of damage if you if you take care of that business. Right, and we, we, know, um, it, it, we know what we've been saying the last couple of weeks, and, and we know where we're at right now. Uh, division game or no division game, for us right now what we need to do is, is do everything that we can each play to, to walk off of Soldier Field this, this coming weekend with a win. And then let's just see what happens after that win. But we can't do anything until we get it. And this is a uh, a Detroit team that's coming in off a tough loss. They had the ball, what, inside the five-yard line to win the game at the end of the game and didn't get it done. And so they're uh, they're in a similar situation as us. Kenny Galladay on a roll right now. Yeah. He's the hot target. He's a heck of a receiver. He knows he's he's a big receiver. He can He runs routes really well, and he's got a hot quarterback that's playing well. All right, Matt, enjoy your preparation this week. Good luck with everything, and thanks right, as always. Jeff. Thank you. Matt Nagy, Bears head coach. The Bears Coaches Show with special teams coordinator Chris Tabor. Brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Athletico Physical Therapy, and the Village of Bedford Park. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak.
Cameron Johnston will punt. Bears have Cohen and Cordero Patterson try to give an okie dope. Retrieved by Cohen to the 15 to the 20, 25. Trying to break the tackle of the punter. He slowed him down enough for help across the 35-yard line to the 36. Cohen gets a nice return of 24 up the 51-yard punt. Back on the Bears coaches show, Tariq Cohen with a 25-yard return. And the Bears loss at Philadelphia yesterday. You can help deserving families by donating a gently used winter coat to the Chicago Bears Jewel Osco Coat Drive. at The participating Jewel Osco locations now through February 28th. Donations benefit the Salvation Army. Always a great cause. Bears equipment man, Tony Medlin, heading up that charge. Chris Tabor, our guest. How you doing, bud? Doing well, thank you. Hey, let's break that one down. 25-yard return. That was good. Uh, Philadelphia has an excellent special teams unit, and and, uh, it was just kind of one of those things we were able to get Tariq out there and and Cordell out there at the same time and kind of opened up some seams in the middle, and and Tariq did a great job of, of getting the ball north and south on that one and kind of flipping field position and giving us a chance uh, because if, if we don't move it from there, we have an opportunity still to be able to pin them down and just kind of play that game, field position game. So uh, yeah, I was real pleased with it. Those are kind of what I call a little okey-doke because, you, you know, it's it's uh, thanks to your old friend uh, Dave Tobe starting all that, you know, back in the day. And it's almost burned me every time as a play-by-play guy. But I, I did see Cordero out there. No, he's and it a, wasn't an okey-doke play. Though. It was not an okey-doke play. But, uh, and what do you guys call that again? The uh, the Johnny Knox play? Yeah. The, the, the old Johnny Knox play. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great play. It is. It was a, it was a fun one. It's a great play. But, uh, no, it's, uh, all those guys on that unit are doing well. They're taking pride in, in, uh, in blocking for Tariq and, and those things. And the same thing in the kick return game, too. Those guys are doing a nice job of they, – they know that both those guys have an opportunity to, to hit, it, hit some big ones. What would be the <clears throat> negative of putting them both back there every time? Uh, well, you're probably a little lighter in the box yeah. and uh, more susceptible to a fake, you know, uh, just numbers-wise. So that's uh, you have to kind of play down in distance on that deal. Cohen, when he retrieved the ball, was it inside the three on the hop? You okay with that one? That one, you know what happened. We talked about that one right afterwards, obviously. Uh, Tolliver was doing a great job blocking, and he was afraid that that ball was going to roll up on Tolliver. And so uh, he... He did field it there. Um, I do believe if he doesn't field it, I, I, I believe that their guy, their gunner, downs it at the one. Um, so he was kind of just making sure that if it did hit or wasn't going to hit Tolliver, he was just making sure that we were going to get the ball back. He's a gutsy <clears throat> rascal, isn't he? I mean, back in those situations, uh, I, I think there's a lot of returns that might panic a little bit, you know, in that situation. No, that's He's a, a very gutsy player. No, he is a very gutsy player. I mean, I, I, I love his – uh, passion, how he plays, and and his determination to to try to make things happen, and and uh, he's just a he, our our unit knows that we just gotta just do your job because at any time he could he could take one on him. Uh, the Eagles on the kickoff to Cordero Patterson that was on the short side but pinned between uh, I guess would you call the hash and the, and the sideline was that close to breaking early in the game? Early in the game. Uh, it actually had, it had an opportunity. Yeah, it, it it had an opportunity. We're you know, uh, and then like I say, they're a good unit, but uh, there there were some opportunities uh, there, and I, I like to say that we're we're closer than farther away on the deal. Uh, sometimes it always doesn't look like that, but uh, that's a he, he's he's awfully good. 
And, and then uh, the job that uh, Eddie Pinero did on the first kickoff, he did a similar situation between the numbers and the sideline, and, and Boston Scott got whacked pretty good by Kwiatkowski. And Miller came flying in there, man. That was a uh, full go. No, we've, that's an area, obviously, that we've talked about for weeks that we have to, to get better at. And I think the last few weeks we're, we're starting to cover – kickoffs better we're starting to get some more opportunities obviously because of the weather uh, it was windy there in philly yesterday i mean it was a, uh, it, it, it was pretty good uh but those guys are doing a nice job and and that guy i mean they got good returners that sanders he's he's a good player and you want to get in front of that guy and and uh, fortunately we did and and that's our job is to set that field position the bears coaches show with special teams coordinator chris tabor and wbbm's jeff joniak continues welcome back to the bears coaches show brought to you by whipley cpas and consultants chris tabor bears special teams coordinator with you i'm jeff joniak here until eight o'clock coach Nagy in his first segment of the show will be replayed here in just a minute uh, for you for those not joining the program right out of the gate anthony miller on special teams that has to be um, a commitment that the guy embraces, and is he embracing it more than he has maybe in the past? He he, he looks like he's been flying around back there. No, he always he's always been a, a very willing participant, to be honest with you, and uh, just love his his toughness and his grit. Uh, he'll play hard. He always plays hard for us, uh, and and really, uh, when we took him off of the kickoff, uh, he he came back and said, "Hey, I." I need to be on the the kickoff team. So, hmm. uh, and why did he say that? He loves he yeah. he loves running and, and covering kickoffs, and uh, which is you know really as a wide receiver you don't hear a lot of wide receivers say that. Uh, but he's a he's a tough football player and he's a good football player and uh, I just I, I just love how he plays and it he brings he brings a lot of juice uh, to that and 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 glad he likes to do it sometimes. And you, you must know this, all the years you've been in the league, some guys just don't want to do it, right? So it's a situation where, you know, like I was in grade school, like, all right, there's a question asked, who's going to answer it? And I'm just trying to hide in the corner, hopefully that I'm not called upon. You know, do you ever, you ever have that situation? And well, they turn out to be a great player? Situations like that do sometimes happen, you know. Um, but obviously, we, you know, you want the guys, they have to, be want, they have to want to do it. At, at the end of the day, and um, I think I, I think just our front office has done a great job of identifying those type of players for us. You know, I mean, well-rounded football players. And it's just not a he's just not a special teams player. He's a good football player, right? And but a lot of these guys haven't done it in college. No, yeah. no, they they haven't. So it is it, it does become it's a it's a different skill set. But as I always say, I mean, the more you can do, the longer you can stay, and that's that's a fact. I, you don't have to name names, obviously, but has a guy ever said, Coach, I just don't want to do it? And he happens to be a pretty good player, and not, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be on the roster. Um, Does that ever happen? No. It really it really hasn't happened. Um, you know, a player might say, Coach, maybe not in that phase. Okay. But I'll, I'll gladly I'm, – I'm better in this area. And but you probably already know that yeah. by his personality and and, and watching his skill set on offense and defense and, and figuring out is this a guy that wants to stick his face in the fan or is this guy needs to stay a little bit more out on the perimeter where where does the player like to live and mm-hmm. then and then you plug him in from there. All right, let's talk about the the final uh, the kick the pooch kick that uh, fell to Adam Shaheen. You just have to get on the football. I mean, it's it's uh, I, there, there's there's no magic. Yeah. Answer on that. 
you know, as, as we state, we're a good kickoff return team. And with 26 seconds left in the game, and he's kicking into the wind, it's going to be a returnable kick to, to Patterson. There's no, there's no doubt about it. So we always have to understand, and we take pride in being a good unit. People are going to start giving us different kicks so that he doesn't touch the ball. But that was a routine. That's a routine play that has to be made. And uh, to give ourselves an opportunity, that's, that's what's disappointing about that. So um, there's not a lot to be said on that. Is it sometimes uh, common for a guy, I, I got to scoop it and run with it versus falling on it, but you have to be aware of well, what the situation is and that you, know, you only have a few seconds left on the clock. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah. Number one, don't panic. Yeah. Don't panic. And, uh, and then it's already a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't make it any worse. Just get on the ball. The, clock's, the clock wouldn't even have started. You know, and and uh, so that's a, a, a player that handles the ball. It shouldn't yeah. fall on the ball. You mentioned the wind. Uh, would it be in the category of the tricky wind? Because they do have two corners in that stadium that are open air. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked when I went down there to our pregame television show on Fox, and it was really whipping pretty good. It was hard to figure out where it was coming from. You clearly had a better idea than I did after analyzing over the course of the game. It was hard. It came, you know, they have an open end there, and you could see the flags the way it was it was blowing. But then it, the wind was banking off of the other side of the stadium, so it actually the ball was carrying more towards their sideline, and that was that was pretty consistent. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, it means that time of year. We're we're now in November, and. Uh, Sunday's forecast doesn't look like it's going to be little snow. A, little snow, it's not going to be snow. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, and with they're snow, often wrong. And with snow comes wind. So I mean, that's just the time of year we're in. So we yeah. got to handle. So it. do you, did you use that stadium as a teaching tool for Eddie during pregame? Yeah, no, we uh, we went out there and, and and did our normal deal and really talked it through and just we came up with our game plan of how we were going to play it and where we were going to play it and uh, watching their guy in warm-ups who obviously kicks there all the time, Elliot, and he's a good kicker, and he misses one. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he struggled in pregame. Hmm. And uh, it was just what was interesting to, was to watch how he was playing his ball versus the game plan we had for our guy. Interesting. And, and uh, you know, you can learn from this. It was vastly kicker. different? I thought where yeah. they were playing was, was different, Interesting. yes. And so, I, you know, fortunately, you know, he had two kicks, and he made them both, and which which was good to come back from you know the mm-hmm. previous week. So I was real proud of him. All right, Chris Tabor, our guest here on Bears Coaches Show. One more segment to go. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears News Radio seven eighty and one hundred five point nine FM WBBM. Back on the Bears Coaches Show with Chris Tabor, Bears Special Teams Coordinator, as we take a quick look at the Detroit Lions next on the docket for the Bears at Soldier Field. And the first guy you think of is Jamal Agnew. He's got a 100-yard return. Happened against the Eagles, actually, earlier in the season. So he, he's a threat back there. And uh, one of the, the former Bears from training camp was trying to earn a roster spot. Marvin Hall got some work yesterday. Yeah, no, this is going to be uh, another really tough unit for us. Obviously, Agnew is, is dynamic at kicks and punts as a returner. So um, it's just kind of – I told the special teams coordinator yesterday, I said, hey, thanks a lot for – breaking out sproles on me you know he's been he was down for a few yeah, weeks you were worried and, about that early in the week well as he should be i mean his 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 rep, reputation proceeds yeah, oh, yeah. You, you know and and our guys nine did, touchdowns and yeah, yeah our guys did a good job there but you know you're only as good as your next game 
and uh, we'll we'll have our hands full with this group. And Prater, uh, one of the better kickers in football. He is. Obviously, he's hit some big-time kicks, and uh, weather's not going to be an issue for him. He's a strong-legged guy. His ball will fly through, cut the wind, the whole deal. So it'll be it'll be a big challenge. Uh, back to the game yesterday, I want to give a, a, a shout-out to, obviously, Pat O'Donnell. He had a 72-yard punt yesterday and, and was active. He had a lot of punts given the, the struggles on offense. Pat did a great job. I mean, I was really pleased with him. Uh, you know, he's he keeps getting better and better each week, and, and – uh, it's just just who he is. He's a pro's pro, uh, but uh, you know to have four fair catches—that's eliminating a returner. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sproles had two returns for a total of two yards. That's that's good hang time to give our guys an opportunity to get down there and, and cover that guy. And then I think he had three inside the twenty. So uh, he handled field position for us. And we're gonna, you know, as the weather changes, that's that's where these guys come up big. Uh, Cameron Johnston, what was the uh, challenge if if you were? As a former star Aussie rules football kicker, because you see how he does it, he he has that in him. Oh yeah, he has no. that same style. Yes, and he gets it gets out quick. Uh, he he's good player. I thought we'd have some chances, and you know he gave us a couple chances there, uh, but uh, he he's done a nice job for those guys. In terms of Pat's career arc, uh, is he at a high point right now? Is he is he having one of the best years of his career? or Is that too hard to say? Eight games in, I think it might be too hard to say, but I like where he's trending. You know, I mean, he just comes to work each and every day. And I'm going to say the other thing about him uh, that, that people don't ever talk about, how he handles him and Scales hand and help Eddie. I mm-hmm. mean, they're, they're all three very tight, but those those intangibles, people people don't see those things, and, and his intangibles are off the charts. And then, you know, they, they had another middle rush yesterday that caused, a, you know, running into the kicker. You're going to keep seeing that, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And and that's uh we gotta do a better job there. You know, it's uh assignment alignment and technique and if one of those things breaks down then you know, you, you open yourself up to Van Dor's box. All right, Chris, appreciate it. Enjoy the preparation this week as we wrap up with Chris Tabor, Gibson's Restaurant Group. Wanted to thank you for joining us on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. Here's a gift card to enjoy a meal at any of their Chicagoland locations. Uh, I'm free at some point, maybe uh, March, April or something. All right, buddy? <laughs> All right, thank you. All right. And that's going to wrap up tonight's show for Bears head coach Matt Nagy, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, our producers Dan Barilli. Jordan Tredup, Andy Gersher, and Keith Johnson. I'm Jeff Joniak. 9 a.m. pregame, noon kickoff, Sunday from Soldier Field against the Detroit Lions. Join us then. Have a good night, everybody. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. HD1 Elmwood Park, Chicago.